Hi there, I'm with my good friend Charlie Christie. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Don. How you doing? And good, good. It's uh, a sunny day in Inverness. Eh? Yeah, you don't get too many of them, Don. We've had six <laughs> in a row. We've had six in a row now, which is unheard of. I know. Well, yeah. And we can't go out. <laughs> no, thank you. I've turned it Alan Titchmarsh, though. <laughs> Oh, here, Charlie. I, I was just it'd be great. It's great to have you on the call as well, Charlie. And I was just um, wondering and going to have a look at three big areas. And who influenced you as a player? You know, and your playing career. And we'll have a, a little chat about who influenced you and, and how you developed your coaching philosophy as well. And also as a dad for Ryan yep. developing through the game as well. So, so and you've been. You'll remember the whole of the journey. Isn't it where, where Cali Thistle? I, I do, Don. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, I played for the both former clubs, Thistle and Cali, which was a great privilege and won trophies. They won the league with both of them. And it was great to be there in 94 when we finally got a Scottish League team into the, yeah. into the league setup. Um, and playing the first 10 years for the club was a, a real pleasure, you know? And who influenced you as a player, you know, early as a player, when you first, you know, started? Well, when I first started on, actually, the first guy, obviously my father, my father's next player, he played for uh, Thistle in the 50s and 60s. Uh, uh, um, so my dad, obviously, I got, got a ball for Christmas soon, my birthday from a very young age. And, you know, I took me out in the garden and kicked the ball about me from a really young age. So that was great. My older brother, Ian, played for Thistle as well. So he was an influence. So they were influences in the house. But yeah. outside, I remember my first, actually, street league team in Inverness was run by a guy called Louis MacArthur. Right. And his, he started a brand new team in our area and it was all boys that stayed within sort of 700 metres of each other. And we ended up getting together and we ended up winning the league after three or four years. And he was a huge influence. He put a lot into it and really nice man. He passed away a couple of years ago, unfortunately, but tremendous man. And uh, um, he, he was a great sort of stepping stone. And then after that, Don, um, you had the usual guys again, Jackie Sutherland and John yeah, Beaton, yeah. so much for football in this area, Don. Yeah. You know, um, they, when I was a youth player from the ages of 13 to 17, you know, they, we ended up going away to Canada, we went on trips, we played select games, and, and it was always John and Jackie that gave their time to, to do it. So so these are the main influences as a young player. Yeah, It's it's amazing, Charlie, isn't it, really, when uh, when you were speaking there about in, in the street leagues, how... These guys that did it influence influence us all throughout our lives, isn't it? And yeah. sometimes they never really know the actually the huge impact they have, isn't it? Absolutely, Don. I totally agree. I mean, take Jackie Sutherland. You know, Jackie's eighty odd years old now, and and he's he's coached since nineteen sixty four. He started. He's a, he's influenced so many people, and and as you like to say, Don, apart from football, he inf they influence you in the the way to go about life yeah. and. You conduct yourself in the correct manner. We know we know we don't all do it all the time, but they do. They set good sort of themes for your life, mm. and, and football does that as well. You know, and, yeah. and these guys can be they can be real figureheads in people's lives and, and put them on the right path. To be honest, yeah, yeah, I agree with you totally, Charlie. I agree with you totally. And do you see do you see the path of a footballer now changing now? How it to, obviously there's you know there's basic changes in society, but do you, do you see the pathway of the game changing to when you were kind of starting off, you know, street league to semi-pro to pro kind of thing? Yeah, I do, Don, especially in this area, of course. I mean, the the big aspiration for a young player in Inverness was to play for Cali or Thistle or yeah. Clark. 
yeah. you know, if you played high in the league, it was the top level of football in this area, and it was a huge achievement. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, yeah. there was many, many, as you know, fantastic yeah. players in the in the Highland League at that era. Mm. You know, some of the when I first started watching the Highland League, it was I think my first game was 74, 75, mm. and I watched it regular right the way through. Mm. And I could name dozens of players in the seventies and eighties that would have gone on to be professional players had the opportunity been here in this area, you know. Um, so so it's different now, of course, because you've got a professional club in your doorstep. Well, in fact, you've got two ourselves yeah. in Ross County. Yeah. Both clubs, you know, have, have played in the top league in Scotland. And, you know, you know, to be able to become a professional footballer in your home city, it's just a, it's a real goal for, for young players now, I think, or it should be. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's incredible, Charlie, the difference. And I think if we don't watch, sometimes we can take it for granted. And I was reminded that when we were speaking, when I was speaking to our good friend Parky, and he was Help talking and he was yeah. talking about how going from Fort William, he went from Fort William, a short period at Cali before Hearts, but his terminology says, we were cut off from the world at Fort William. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how we... How it felt. Part is a perfect example, Don. I mean, yeah. Donald's a great example. He played for the school in the morning for William, jumped yeah. in a car, drove up, had a bite to eat, and played for Cali in the afternoon. Yeah. Now, imagine that nowadays, Don. It would be unheard yeah. of. You know, yeah. it would be absolutely unheard of. And, Fantastic guy, tremendous player, yeah. but you know, as we know, a fantastic yeah. coach and, and most importantly, a fantastic person. Yeah, and, you know, him. you know, Donald was a good influence, and as you know, I worked with Donald. Yeah. I him on board as my assistant yeah. or as manager, and great guy. But uh, but no, it has changed a lot, and I think football now. The biggest thing for me, and I, I do yeah. find it hard to take, is you see the salaries, and it's yeah. quite pertinent now in lockdown. Yeah. I know there's been a lot said about it, yeah. but. It's gone a bit haywire, don't I mean, in my eyes, mm. and I don't I don't mean old school. They give fantastic entertainment. Football's my life; it's in my blood. Yeah. But I just think it's the balance is tipped too much now. You know, yeah. it's um, you know, I look back and the fantastic players. I see them actually when I go down to Parkhead. Sometimes these guys that won the European Cup for Celtic mm. in '67, mm. but they when they finished playing, they didn't have enough money to lay back yeah. their laurels because. You know, the money in those days wasn't in it, yeah. you know. Um, but, and that's maybe, you know, I, I'm not convinced that's been hugely beneficial. It's been yeah. beneficial in some ways, but, yeah. you know, it's taken a wee bit from the game as well, yeah. um, in my opinion. But, no, it's, it's great in this area. Just the, the the fact we've got the two teams and, and when the, both teams, County and Cali Thistle, had the two caps in sideboard, you know, in 2015. Yeah. What an achievement for the yeah. North of Scotland football. Yeah. It, it really was, you know. And I think that's what people forget. It's a relatively short period of time that happened, really, isn't it? In the history of football clubs. Yeah. I mean, I talk, Dougie McGilvery and our chairman, he turned around in, I think, our third or fourth season and said, we'll be a Premier League team within a decade. Mm-hmm. And, and we all thought Dougie had had a drambu too much, you know? <laughs> but he was, he was, Dougie was proved absolutely spot on. You know, we came into the league in 94, 2004, we're playing Premier League football. It was just that. Yeah. Uh, for Cali Thistle, the, the, the rise has been phenomenal, Donald. So, as I say, it's yeah. been an absolute pleasure to be a part of it, yeah. to be honest, you know. Oh, yeah. And you see, when you were playing, Charlie, uh, uh, as you started playing, um, what other coaches influenced how you played the game as you know as you developed? Well, at Cali, when I broke into the first team, the coach was Ray Matosh, a fantastic mm. coach, now mm. in New Zealand, Raymond. Is he um, great thinker. Yeah. And it's funny, Don, when you, when you actually, when I speak about, or I think about good coaches, I always relate it to guys that think a lot about the game. Yeah. 
you know, and obviously that goes hand yeah. in hand. Um, yeah. You know, good coaching doesn't come, you don't wake up one morning and become a good coach. Yeah. You know, you've got to put a lot of thought, a lot of thinking into it, a lot, a lot of study. Mm. You've got to take on board. Mm. Again, you've got to realise that you're not always right. Mm. You've got to realise that no matter how good a coach you are, you get it wrong yeah. at times. And, and But no, early, Ray Matadosh was a good influence. That was early days. And then I was lucky enough to play in the Highland League with John Doherty as a manager. Oh, at all right. Great. Fantastic manager, Don. Really good yeah. man management. Yeah. You know, Doc, Doc was an ex-player at a high level, but a good, good man. And, and, and one of these guys, Don, and it'll be a recurring theme as I speak over the next few minutes, I think, is that he's one of these guys that the players wanted to do well for. Yeah. That thing's yeah. absolutely paramount. Yeah. You know, I, I've been in change rooms that maybe that's been missing. Yeah. Um, but John Doc had that. I then went, I played for Thistle one league in 86 with Thistle. Mm. Brian Black took it yeah. and, you know, changed the thinking at Thistle mm-hmm. and yeah. won the league within 15 months. With the, actually, my late great friend, Alan Hurcher, he believed that the 1986-87 Thistle team is the best high league team he'd ever played against. Oh, and, yeah. and Brian Black, he changed our thinking. We played some terrific football, Don. Mm-hmm. Again, he was a, a manager that you wanted to do well for. Yeah. You know, um, and I think that's important. And then as we go, when, in Cali's Thistle days, um, with a Ser- Sergi Baltacha yeah um, well yeah tremendous, yeah. tremendous guy Sergi yeah. played at the top top level for his country yeah. um, Sergi was maybe ahead of his time for this area mm. you mm. know Sergi was he was very tactical based yeah. and I don't think the Highland League fans the Cali Thistle fans were quite ready for that no they wouldn't have liked that oh, yeah. no. so yeah. it was difficult for Sergi it was a shame yeah. he probably did a job at the wrong time yeah um, but then very quickly we got legend that is Mr. Patterson yeah. went yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, he came in and he was just I was told beforehand yeah. that some of the things he gets up to you won't yeah. believe. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to that. But yeah. as a manager, he just was just attack minded. Yeah. He talked he, what I liked about him Don was he always talked about his own team far more than the other team. Yeah. He was so positive in his 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 thought process and he got yeah. you going out in the park. I mean I, I I was I went out to Celtic Park with the, the Super Cali Ballistic Night yeah. as a 34-year-old, and I yeah. felt 10 foot tall going yeah. out the park because Perley instilled that on yeah. you. He, he believed that his teams were capable of beating anyone in any yeah. given day, yeah. which is a... So he, yeah. he was a big influence. And, and, and then, you, you know, go through, I sort of... I looked at Donald Park. Yeah. Donald, Donald came in and was assistant to John Robertson. Unfortunately, I was just getting to the age where I was finishing. I was 37 at the mm. time. I was finishing mm. playing. Mm. had a good innings. Mm. I'd have loved to have been five years younger, to be honest, because it was an exciting time at the club. Yeah. But Donald Park was a good influence. I, I watched him and I spoke to him about his thought process in the game. And mm. and, um, and and then as a work of him, when I took him on board as my number two, Don, yeah. he was just such a, a great help. You know, it was yeah. that was a real learning curve for me in the, the two years in the management team. I know yeah. I actually got yourself involved yeah. in the club. You were, you were a magnificent help. Yeah, and it was, it, it was such, when I look back now, I actually would get a bit frustrated at times because I probably didn't realise how well I was doing at the time. Yeah, I, I never really stepped back from things. And yeah. I thought, we were seventh place in the Premier League. We made quarter million pound profit. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you probably didn't realise because things yeah. are going quite well at the club, Charlie. Yeah. You know, I was, I, was, I was probably looking from afar and saying, I should be doing better, I should be doing better. But, yeah. you know, but Donald was a great help too. And, yeah. and, and um, you know, these guys in football... As I say, but my main thing I think that they've all got 
is that they were they had a change room that were really behind them. Yeah. Really wanted to do well for them. Yeah. Which is yeah. a a godsend as a manager, yeah. Don. You know. Yeah. It's 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 really interesting, Charlie. I spoke to Hugh Hugh McDonald a few weeks ago, the journal. Hugh's you know knows everyone and thing, and he was I asked him that same question about what. What's the difference between you know the really good coaches and the brilliant guys? And he he talked about that. He said that wanting to play, the players want to play. There's something intangible, yes. you know, about these great uh, guys. Absolutely. And you know, it's. Uh, but I, I would agree. You, you hear the greats, Don. You hear Can the you? greats. You, you hear the greats like um, you know, you speak about Jock Steen, legend, and, and seemingly Mr. Steen had it. Yeah. Fergie obviously has yeah. it. So it's, it is, you know, you hear players talk about them and they. They talk about them with the utmost respect. Mm. You, you can tell from from looking in from the outside yeah. that they had it, which yeah. is, is great, you know. Yeah. It's uh, you know, I I've said it to you many times. Harry. I think that that time at, at Inverness when you were there with you and 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 Parky and that was an incredible. I had some incredible memories from that time as well. And I was speaking to John Rankin earlier today, and he was talking about how good that team was and how good. Yeah. The football they played, and you know, so it yeah. actually was was I think a, a bit of a you know a great time for the club there. I, I'm glad you say that. No, that's really good to hear, actually. And I do agree. When I look back now, and some of the shall we say mishaps we've had since, yeah, obviously had the high of Juogi and Yogi yeah. yeah. with the Scottish cap in their Europe, but yeah. had lots of disappointing seasons. You're right. I think yeah. one of the things I did try and do was play a bit more football. I took John in. I put Don Cowie in. Yeah. And you know Dennis Wynes was a figurehead for me. The way we played, yeah. we like to get the ball down. And I think John John's right. I'm glad he, he said that for about yeah. six months of that full season, we played some fantastic stuff. You know, yeah, yeah, undoubtedly. So see, there there's a question, Harry. And this is a question I pretty much ask everyone while coming on, on as well. When you went into the coaching, how did you find the transition from looking at the game from a player's perspective? to the coach's perspective or did you find it quite natural did you have to no Don I think it's brilliant I think that's funny I think that was the hardest thing I find I I really do players don't realise how lucky they've got it you know you turn up the training ground you water bottle and you just expect the session to be set up and to be good and to be lively and we've all got back in the bus or back in the car or back in the change room and had a wee gripe about a training session because you don't realise how hard it is to keep things fresh, yeah. to teach. Yeah. If you're trying to teach, as I say, I try to teach the boys to play a shorter passing game because yeah. the way I, my philosophy is yeah. the way I like football to be played. Yeah. Um, so, but, but one of my problems I found on it, and it's interesting, and it, I think there's a problem Richie Foden had. He's a really good guy, Richie, but yeah. he probably didn't realise it. One of my problems is that I left a change room full of guys I just played with. Uh-huh. So I had a lot of teammates in the mm. team that I managed, mm. you know, when I look back at my career, I think I would have probably better going away and coaching elsewhere for two or three years than coming back. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I remember leaving Roy McBain out of the team, who turned out to be a fantastic player for me and a, an unbelievable player for Cali Thistle. Mm-hmm. And I spent all the Friday night feeling rotten about leaving Roy McBain out of the team yeah. rather than focusing on the game the next way. So yeah. the next day. So that was a difficult one. But yeah, you, you do get out. It's a learning curve as a, when you start getting into the coaching. And the SFA where I helped, I went yeah. down and did, you know, you go down and do your courses and you, you look at how other people work. And, and it's, um, I, I like I like the idea of trying to get play, make players better, Don. 
yeah. uh, which I think, you know, some managers, I don't think, think about that. Yeah. I used to think, I say, right, I remember having a discussion with Russell Duncan, actually. Mm. I used to say to Russell, you're a wee bit closed off the way you take your ball, the mm. ball from the back mm. four. Mm. I think your, your body shape's not mm. quite right. If you move your body angle 45 degrees, you'll see more of the pitch. You'll, you'll, you'll be a better player. And he did. And yeah. he appreciated that, Don. And it was good because uh-huh. I remember speaking to Russell afterwards and uh-huh. he actually, he wasn't in my initial team, but he came into the yeah. team and he couldn't get out of the team. So uh-huh. you know, yeah. I think, it, it, but as a player, you don't really think about that. You, uh-huh. Players are selfish, as you know, Don, uh-huh. without uh-huh. meaning to be. Uh-huh. They're really just interested in themselves yeah. and being selected and that's it. Whereas a, a manager, you've got so much to think about. Mm. It's, um, it's great. It's, it's, a, it's a great way to live your life too. Oh, you know? it is. And it, it, you'll see it, Charlie, as well. And Because and, you, like you're saying, you'll, you'll see boys you play with now. And I was, was thinking, I was speaking to John Rankin, who's a player and now he's on the coaching journey yeah. as well. And when you were speaking, I, I think I seen Roy last year when I was doing an SFA um, thing over in Cove. Because he's doing the coaching in Cove now yeah. as well, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, it's funny, Don, because they're two players. I think we all have a feeling in the changing room for who you think will go into the coaching. Aye. I mean, you often Aye. get surprised. Aye. But as you said, the two boys we just named, John and, and Ron, I mean, they were thinkers about the game. Aye. You know, they, they did think about the game. You could tell that. And yeah. see if you were changing the tactics, you didn't have to explain it twice to John Aye. or They would take Aye. it on board. Some players you might have to talk to and sit them down and even take the tactics board out not with players like John and Roy. And, right. and it's a thing as well, Don, I think that we don't talk enough about, and players maybe don't think about, is game intelligence. Yeah. You know, nowadays now, it's, it's how players think about the game. Yeah. I, I remember you, you doing a bit, Don, and yeah. I, I loved it because it's something I did myself yeah. in the high league, is that yeah. I love imagery. Yeah. It's in the bus, going to the game, yeah. thinking, yeah. who are playing today? Yeah. How do they play? Yeah. You know, what systems do they play? Who am I playing against? Yeah. What's he good at? Is he left-footed, right-footed? Yeah. Is he quick, not so quick? Yeah. What yeah. can I take advantage of? Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. and I remember the last couple of sessions with the players when I was manager, and they absolutely loved that. Yeah. I think it's a big, big thing. That can, yeah. I'm a big tennis fan, Don, and uh, as you know, and, and I love the tennis players. I know Federer, Djokovic, and Nadal uh, all yeah. have that thought process uh, too, you know? And you'll know if we, we talk there about just tennis for a moment, Charlie, you've... Oh, I've seen this the pace these guys and the girls as well put on the ball because it's impossible to get to the ball and place it consciously. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yes. you know, because absolutely don't. It's all it, it's it's subconscious. You're yeah. right. I know it's practice, but it's subconscious, yeah. and it's getting that mindset. As yeah. I say, you know, Feather's my favourite. I love his mindset. Obviously, yeah. Murray, but you're right. I, I just look at it and. You know, I've been at a couple of the the Grand Slams and yeah. two of the best events I've ever watched. Yeah. There, yeah. I think I, I like tennis because I think their mindset. I've read a lot about how Federer got where he is. Yeah. Nadal's, Nadal's mindset as a sportsman, I think, in my yeah. lifetime, has been second to none. Yeah. When you look at the injuries that he's yeah. overcome, nothing Nadal, yeah. and you see him playing for four hours and thirty-five yeah. degrees in Rome yeah. in the centre court, yeah. these guys are are, are tremendous, yeah. but they're. A lot of it comes down to their mindset, Don, you know? Yeah. I would agree, Charlie. And and the, the thing about tennis, before we kind of, I suppose, go go back to the football, I think football can learn from different sports. And someone said to me once about tennis, which really struck with me, is see if you're leading in a tennis game, you can't run out the clock. You have to go and win it. You know, you yeah. can't just hold a lead. You have to go and win it. And I Absolutely. thought... 
Yeah. Yes, no. it's, it's, it's bang on. You're right yeah. on that. It's a different yeah. game. You've got to see the whole thing through. But uh, yeah, but no, yeah, it's part of the game, Don, and it's what I enjoyed, and I know the players loved it. Is that yeah. I don't, and that's a change in football now. You know, when when my father played, it was mm. bloody get on with it sort of thing. Ah. You know, ah. I don't even think they had subs in those days. Now you've got to get in. A player's got to be mentally strong. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's got to accept the knockbacks you'll get and forget about it. Um, you know, and, and step on and. I th- you know, you you mentioned about the young fella, young Ryan, and that's yeah. one of the proudest things that I take on board. Yeah. He's that, you yeah. know, because in, in, in his he's had several knockbacks and setbacks yeah. in his career, but he's he's overcame them. And yeah. I, I saw an article Gordon Strachan had about three or four months ago, and um, about Ryan, and I, I just thought Gordon hit the nail on the head, to be honest, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but you've, again, it comes from having that strong belief. Yeah. I think that's, and that's one thing I really admired about Ryan is, as you said there, every, you know, if he's had a knockback, he's stuck in, but he's taken every opportunity and just got better and better, Charlie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's grasping yeah. the opportunities, Don, exactly. Uh, I remember speaking to him and I thought he would have to leave Celtic and uh, I said, and it was the day before the window ended, Don, it was yeah. the 30th of August. Yeah. And there was three or four teams interested in him, I think. The current Celtic manager, Lenny Neil, made yeah. it obvious that he was keen to get him at Hibs. Yeah. Derek was keen to get him at Aberdeen and both yeah. great clubs, great managers. Mm-hmm. You know, and I spoke to Ryan that night, at 8 o'clock, and, and he actually turned to me and Don and says, Dad, I feel I can still do it here at Celtic. And I, oh, yeah. I thought the time was over. And I said, Ryan, look. And he says, no, he says, Dad, I train with these guys on a daily basis, he says. Mm-hmm. He says, and if I didn't think I could play at this level, mm-hmm. he says, I wouldn't say it to you. Yeah. He says, I honestly, genuinely feel... And I take my half then, and it still took me another probably six to nine months to get the opportunity yeah. on. But you know, he's he's grabbed it with both hands, yeah. and he's just stepped on the bigger and better things, which should be yeah. so pleasing to see. You know, because because yeah. one thing people will will say, Derek McInnes has said it, is that he deserves it. Yeah, you know, he, he really yeah. does. I know how he trains. I've asked senior professionals yeah. um, at the clubs he's been at, at Aberdeen, at, at Cali Thistle, at Celtic. Yeah. I've asked senior guys how he's trained. And they all tell me his training's top notch, and uh, you know, so he deserves it. And I, I think there's more to come from him, um, yeah. and uh, I sincerely hope there is. You know, great, and that's a great testament to yourselves, Johnny. I'm not just saying that that, that Ryan's kind of grown into the man he is, and and I think going back to something you said earlier, I think sometimes people can think it's easier now than it was because football's everywhere. So there's the perception that it's closer to you. And both you and I know that nowhere, no way is it easier now. No, it's harder it's, than ever. It is, Don. I think I saw a start there in England, actually. The Premier League in England, the number of youth academy players that have actually come in and played for the first team at their club yeah. is minimal. Absolutely. Yeah. Because there's so many players now, Don. Yeah. You know, yeah. and the man, yeah. the man's been a big enticement as well, hasn't it? Yeah. You know, um, but no, it, it is really difficult to to yeah. play at the top level. And as I say, I, I turn around to somebody and says, and the night that um, uh, Ryan made his debut for Scotland at Petodri, yeah. um against the Netherlands, I turn around to somebody that night and says, I think Ryan's the first full Scottish internationalist since the mid seventies, Ted McDougall. Ah, which yeah. which is incredible. You know, for a, a yeah. truly Inverness yeah. lad, for all the good players we've had in this area, oh. um, it shows how hard it is. So, yeah, oh. I, I think you're right, Don. I think it's yeah. it's difficult, and and the you know the the fitness levels of the game now is incredible. Yeah. And, and the other big thing, Don, too, 
and I mentioned the Lisbon Lions earlier on, is that you look now at gone are the days, I think Celtic, Lisbon Lions all live within an hour and a half of Parkhead. Yeah. Yeah. We'll never ever see that in our lifetimes. No, no, don't ever. no. Because, yeah. you know, Celtic and Rangers mm. catchment area now is the world. It's the world. You know, if yeah. there's a boy in, in South Australia, yeah. if there's a boy in Asia, yeah. if there's a boy wherever, yeah. they can go and get him because yeah. they're scouting network. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and yeah. that makes it even more difficult for a young Scottish player to, to make the grade. Oh. No. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, I see that. And that's what you see, Charlie, isn't it? It's the same in any business, and football's no, you know, different. It's everyone's competing in a worldwide market now, you know, and and yeah. you have to be the best of the best to get certainly where yeah. Ryan is and, and at that level. How have you found being a, a football parent then compared to a player and a coach? Have you found that a different experience? It, it, is, well, it has been difficult, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. difficult at times, you know. Um, you know, I've been a couple of games. Obviously, it started with the. John Hughes bringing Ryan into the team at Inverness yeah. and yeah. that was just such a pleasure. He was like 18 at the time when he made his debut. Yeah. And uh, it, it was just a, an absolute pleasure, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you go down to Celtic and it, it's been phenomenal. I mean, you, you just feel like overriding feeling of pride actually, Don, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, the night of the Lazio game, um, I, I just was just felt, he scored the equalising goal and then took the corner for the winner in the 88th yeah. minute. Yeah. And you're thinking, you're actually pinching yourself, you know. Yeah. It's tremendous. And yeah. it's great though, Don, because in my job now, a lot of what I'm seeing with Ryan, and I can now relate that to the parents in the youth system at Cali Thistle. I yeah. can relate that to my job yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, you've got to take the setbacks. Yeah. I remember that there's a well-known scene in football, the only thing that's guaranteed is disappointment, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, in a funny way, yeah. you've got to take the disappointments to, yeah. to make you a better player and a better yeah. person. and. But no, as a, as a parent, it's been great. It's just, I've been frustrated. I mean, mm. the, the, the six months Ryan first joined Celtic, he felt he was ready to play. Mm. He played the last game of the season under Ronnie Dahlia mm. and scored. And I know for a fact, because I've spoken to John, John Collins, Ronnie's assistant, yeah. was desperate for Ryan to play more games earlier in the season. Yeah. And, and that was frustrating. And I, had, I was regularly phoning Ryan three, four times a week saying, train hard, train hard, mm. keep your chin up. You've just got to work harder at training, mm-hmm. get your fitness levels mm-hmm. as high as you possibly can, show a good impression, don't mm-hmm. be down, mm-hmm. and uh, your time will come. And you know, but there, there was even times I was doubting that, Don. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but no, it's it's um, it's worked out well. So, but the main feeling is pride because yeah. I know what he's gone, know what he's gone through, and as you rightly say, Don, I know how hard it is to get. Yeah, yeah. you know, and I think that's. You know, if I speak to parents of of coming through the youth setups, and and it's all sometimes I think, as you said there, you 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 can't shortcut it. There's no, no. like you see that way. What's the hack to get to <laughs> that? <Yeah. laughs> there isn't. <laughs> there isn't. You're right. You're right. Yeah. There isn't. There's very very few, as I said. There's very few Wayne Rooney's get thrown in at sixteen and yeah. an absolute turnout, world class. Yeah. These are the. The very unusual ones, you know. The real ones are you get drip fed into a team. Mm. Some players don't get half an hour at the end of a game to show their yeah. worth, and they might have to wait another three months to get another half hour. Yeah. And, yeah. and I say that to the young players that when you get an opportunity, which in itself is a challenge because that's a pressure yeah. on yeah. a young young person, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, it is difficult. But you know, I just I'm a great believer in giving youth a chance at football yeah. clubs. I just think that. 
I know in my job I'm biased, but I do think it's got so many positive, far-reaching yeah. effects for a club, yeah. you know. Um, but, but as you say, it's difficult and you've got to take a step-by-step step and um, you've got to realise that it's it's very few overnight successes, as I say. Yeah. You know, a lot of players take two, three, four. I love the 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 Vardy story. I yeah. love it. You know, yeah. I really do. You know, playing Ian Wright as well, playing yeah. North, North football and gets picked up. And I just love these stories. Yeah. Go on to become world class players. I just think it's fantastic, you know, because again, it gives yeah, everyone, gives everyone it and I, I think that's a, a great thing to finish on, Charlie. Actually, is that word, isn't it? it everyone needs hope, you know, yeah. everyone, like, you know what this can happen, yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I turn it around on, and it's a true story. This, and yeah. actually, something's got a limit to because yeah. I took the Barcelona game when Neil was manager, they beat Barcelona yeah. 2 1. Yeah. Best atmosphere I've ever seen at a football yeah. match in my life at Parkhead. Places jumping. Ryan's yeah. went 14 and a half years old. Never been to a European night at Seattle Park. So we go down there and he just gobsmacked on. Yeah. And after the game, driving back up the road, straight up the road, up and down one yeah. night, driving back to Inverness, I said, Ryan, you should aspire to play at that level. Mm. And he just looked at me and goes, what? Mm. Dad, don't be ridiculous. I said, you mm. should. Because I knew he had good potential at that age of the Inverness yeah. youth yeah. you know. I said, you should aspire to play at that level. Mm. I said, because somebody's got to do it. And yeah. he just, you know, but, and he, he actually, the, the day he brought up, the, the day he signed for Celtic, he brought that up in his interview, which I was yeah. chuffed, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and it's true. It obviously, yeah. stuck with him. Ah, but you're right, Don. Young players need hope. And, you know, Eva says to me, what's your advice to young players, et cetera, et cetera. And it's my job now is yeah. you can't beat hard work, Don. You know, no. at the end of the day, I see our young players. I'll be honest, we've got four or five young yeah. players. And I just says, Macaulay Thistle, I've got huge hope for him. Mm. Um, but there's lack as well, as yeah. you and I both know. Yeah. Um, you need a manager that'll give you a chance, aka John Hughes. Yeah. Because there's loads of managers yeah. in the game that are not interested in youth. Yeah. But you know, you, you look, Fergie did it top of the yeah. tree at, at Man United, yeah. give the young lads a chance. Yeah. So but no, you've got to but young players is I, I think, and it's the myself and Donald Park said used the word a lot, attitude. Uh, if, if they show the attitude, correct attitude. Mm and the, the desire to get better, mm. then that gives you hope for them, yeah. which is a great Brilliant. thing. Brilliant. And just to finish with Charlie, if you had then, so that's players, and I think this is one of the hardest things, and you've expressed it a lot, is especially when you're a parent of a player, you know, is, is that then, you know, there's uncontrollables with right. their attitude. What would be any advice or you know, important things you would say to parents of players within systems? Well, that's interesting, Don. You know what I would I would say, and it's, mm. I saw a thing at the weekend there, I got sent a link, Don. I don't know if you've seen it, mm. uh, Robin Van Persie talking about his oh, son. Brilliant. Don, it sat really well with me. Yeah. I got it sent to me by two former Cali Thistle youth yeah. coaches that worked yeah. with me and Ryan because yeah. they said, does this ring a bell? Yeah. That's what it said to me because yeah. they felt it's the way I spoke to Ryan. Yeah. And I'm not just saying it, yeah. you know, Van Persie, yeah. fantastic player, but yeah. it was. And the thing I think for parents, and you've got to do it in the right way, yeah. and I'm the, the first to admit, and Ryan will be the first to tell yeah. me that sometimes I didn't do it in the right way. Yeah. Maybe I was a bit. Yeah. But I think we, I think I'm a great believer. You should demand of your kids. Yeah, I, I, I do in, in the right manner, yeah. Don. Yeah. You know? I think yeah. some some parents don't. I mean, we all, every parent wants what's best for their kids. Yeah. yeah. But it's amazing what individual people can achieve in their life. Oh, it really is. Yeah, incredible. If you've got the if you've got the correct pathway, and you've got the mindset, and yeah. the you know, yeah. and your parents obviously help you. And, and the, as you say, people that coach you help you with that. 
but I'm a great believer of parents demanding of their kids, yeah. especially yeah. in sport, Don. Yeah. Especially in sport, go and say to your kids, look, oh, I'm not good enough at this. I'm not going to... Right, Ryan wasn't great at heading the ball as a young uh, player. Yeah. Say, right, Ryan, we'll go out the back for half an hour for... You know, I know heading's a bit... Yeah. You know, he was 15, 15 years of age at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you practice, you know, you might, you might not be quite fit enough. Yeah. Go and work with your kids, you know? Yeah. I think... I think that's a great message, Charlie. And I, you know, I loved the uh, Van Persie um, quote because what he said as well, wasn't it? It's all about you taking responsibility. Yeah. And then I love the second bit as well is if you take responsibility, if it doesn't work out or you choose to, I'll still love you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Brilliant. Absolutely, Don. I yeah. said that. You know, you're bang on. Yeah. I think. Give it your best shot. Yeah. You know, give it your best shot. I, I yeah. love that saying, and it's something you spoke about in the group yeah. meetings, the individual meetings. I know yeah. for a fact for the yeah. player, and it's so correct. Is if you give it a best, your best shot, yeah. and it doesn't work. Yeah. That's c'est la vie, you know. Yeah. But but if you don't quite give it your best shot, it's a bit like don't be honest. It's, it's probably when I look back at the management. It's 14, 13, yeah. 14 years ago now. I think yeah. I didn't quite give it my best shot, yeah. and and there is times it irks me a wee bit. Yeah. Because I, I think, you know, that coupled with not realising how good the club was at the yeah, time, yeah. you know. But, yeah, you're right, Don. As young players, you know, as I say, demand of them in the correct manner. Support them, obviously, because yeah. that's the job as a parent. Yeah. But, um, you know, turn around and say, look, reach for the stars, and if you don't yeah. quite get there, yeah. you've lost nothing, yeah. you know. And I think that's, you know, we're talking about Inverness and the Highlands just now, Charlie. That's a big positive now, and you've described it in your journey where... Yeah, there's everyone's competing on a world kind of stage now, or competing with the rest of the world. But also, the opportunities is phenomenal, isn't it? It is indeed. Ah, it's great. And, and yeah. as we used to, Don, the Highlands, we used to seem a bit detached from everything yeah. I felt up here. Now we're not. And credit to the two football clubs have done a lot in that aspect, yeah. sport-wise. Yeah. They've, they've taken us into the national fold, both Cali Fisk and Ross County, yeah. and you know. And and now, I, I hope that every sports person in the north can take you know, can take pleasure in what the two football clubs have done and realise that we can compete on a national stage at every sport. Yeah, I agree. Great to speak to you, Charlie. Brilliant, Don. Nice to see you, pal. You too. Cheers.